0: entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show, here's Marty Wolf.
1: Welcome to the Business Builder Show. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and I'm joined by my sidekick, Mr. Gary Carney. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. And Mr. D.C. Taylor is our producer. Hi, D.C. Good morning, gentlemen. We'd love to hear from you during or after the show with any questions or comments. So you can text me at 570-815-1626. That's 570-815-1626. This show is for entrepreneurs small business owners and professionals who seek excellence we want to inform educate inspire and entertain you now carrie i want to remind you the you are the entertainment portion of the show so are you ready Yes. Say yes, 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 Marty, yes you're I ready am, to go. Marty, I am
2: ready to go. <laughs> no pressure, <prank>. locked <laughs> and loaded. Okay, and I'm glad I fall under that uh <laughs> heading as entertainment.
1: <laughs> All right, hey, listen, we're bringing back a guest whose interview generated a ton of interest. Dr. Ira Wolf W O L F E is back. We're bringing his interview back, and it's the topic is recrugalization. Great interview. Great, Great interview. A lot of feedback, right, Kerry? Absolutely. A lot of feedback. And recrugalization, I'll give you a little hint that is the combination of Google and recruiting. He will talk about the state of hiring and recruiting for 2016 and beyond now i want to remind you the lessons that ira talks about will apply to you whether you're a one or a two person shop or a 200 person shop i've had people running big companies say send me that article who is this guy and i've had small companies so but in addition to ira's interview we're going to build a whole show Around his interview, talking about some business trends and predictions
2: in 2016, right, Car, So, what, do, yes. what, do we, what are we using well, as the as the core piece here? Well, we're not going to get through all of them, but uh, you found a great article in Business News Daily, and it's uh, 50 small business trends and predictions for 2016. And when I went through this, uh, it, it, it's a rock solid. Uh, all of these points are. Must know, mm-hmm. but uh, one of the names that jumped out to me under the heading of human resource was Doctor Ira S Wolf, yes. President of Success Performance Solutions. Yes, and that was the first thing I highlighted that we have to go over, Marty. All right, and let's talk uh, about it under the heading of human resources will adapt to a changing workforce. And what struck me was again going back to that book by Billy Howard, We Commerce. The job positions, number of jobs people hold in the future is going to look radically different than today. Mm -hmm. And as a small business, um, hiring will become more difficult, especially for skilled jobs, leading to longer times to fill open positions. Yes. The cost to hire will consequently increase due to a combination of escalating recruiting costs and pressure to increase wages. Yes. Yes. I took from that, you better have a rock-solid HR department. Yes. And they better be up on all of the new trends. Yes. Yes. Now, speaking of trends,
1: I want to repeat again in case somebody's listening to us and they say, well, where are they getting this information? It's coming from Business News Daily. This is a subscription service, Business News Daily. And the topic of the article that we're referring to is 50 Small Business Trends and Predictions for 2016. Critically important that you think about these things. You don't necessarily have to react immediately to everything we're talking right. about, but you need to be thinking about this.
2: And Marty, let me finish the thought with uh, the HR. Sure. Small business owners. Owners and management will finally infuse technology into recruiting functions and automate many of the administrative and other labor intense functions. So the technology wave and the human wave are meeting at another intersection. They're coming together. Here's another trend they talk about. More businesses will come up
1: for sale as baby boomers look to retire. And with the economic recover, recovery well underway, there's going to be some people who say, well, this could be an opportune, opportune time to sell my business. I'm going to retire. I'm older. I want to move it. I don't have a succession plan to my family. I want to, I want to sell this business. Well, if the market is flooded with these opportunities, then the suggestion is – do it sooner going rather down. than, well, not yeah, only that, but do it, do it sooner rather than later. Yeah. If at the first quarter and you want to sell the business, do it now, because as the market becomes more and more flooded with more businesses, it's going to be hard for people to see your business. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, and, and potentially uh, your cost could actually drive down because there's going to be more opportunities. You may, may not be able to get the price that you wanted for your business. Right. Yes. So what's what's another one, Carrie, that we uh, have I in I kind of touched of upon
2: it. You know, the uh, this increasing internet connections that we have, mobile internet, and the human connection. The human connections that businesses make will establish themselves in the, uh, gosh, I don't even know the word. There's just going to be so much cyber uh Information cyber yeah. business—you cannot let the human side of the business to make the connections. You can't rely on technology solely. Let me read let me read
1: again to make drive home your point. It says in terms of trends, despite increasing internet connections, human connection remains the most important. Now we heard from Scott McCain, and I've read other places, and here's an interesting statistic: Millennials still want to talk to someone so they go online and they may have a problem they will say i want to talk to someone so they're not relying entirely on technology yes so that human connection is very very important technology is going to help with the vetting process it's it's an enabler for a lot of things to happen but the human connection is still very very important <laughs> under the category of policy and regulation. Um, and again, this is geared to small businesses. Here's, the, here's the, uh, the headline of this little thought process. It says the JOBS Act, Title III in equity crowdfunding will arrive for small businesses and startups. Now, those of us who have studied crowdfunding, uh, that could get a little interesting because, you know, at some point you may be, you know, kind of pushing against some, some laws and some regulations with crowdfunding. And there's been different things uh, happening with that with this with the new laws coming in this means that it's it's likely that every business will have the chance to raise investment through crowdfunding even from non-credited investors see that's where this crowdfunding Mm. and raising money you know kind of gets a little hairy if you will this is opening it up so you're crowdfunding so pay attention to the laws around that if you're thinking about raising capital in 2016 what's the
2: next one carrie um, lobbying on patents. Yeah. Lobbying yeah. on patents. Uh, put small business at a disadvantage. Uh, it says Congress has been working on patent reform under the guise of combating patent troll, uh, attacks on legitimate patents. Unfortunately, the process has been hijacked by big businesses that are trying to make it more difficult for legitimate small business investors to defend their patents. Yes. The yeah. impu- the importance of the money in the political process has put the small businesses at a huge disadvantage. Yeah. Tell me something new. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell me something new. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Small businesses are trying to crush us, small guys, right? Yeah.
1: Big um, guys and gals. Well, in the in this patent process, if you are thinking about or you are moving on the patent process, it's a. Um, confusing thing yes. and there are people who say hey you can go a lot and learn a lot online and you can figure a lot of this online but it is you are definitely going to have to go to a patent
2: attorney mm-hmm. pretty early on now there are people who disagree with me C-word, patent attorney attorney watch the new movie joy you'll learn something
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go yeah there you go um, yeah so that's that's complex but again carrie as you pointed out Uh, Nothing new, necessarily. Another point is uh, more cloud-based services, meaning strong cybersecurity is a must. Absolutely. So next year, 2016, the trend towards cloud-first companies will pick up speed. All startups born in 2016 will be part of the cloud generation. Let me repeat that. Startups born in 2016 will be part of the cloud generation. If you don't know what I mean by the cloud, um, boy, you better go back to the basics, right? (laughs)
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah. Now, there are some brick and mortars out there that, you know, don't know what the cloud is, don't use the cloud, but... That is the that is the trail of the dinosaur. Yes, um, the things like uh, SaaS or
1: software as a service uh, that is going to continue to to escalate. You're going to hear more about that. Uh, but as things go out in the cloud, well, always whether you had a server based system or you're on the cloud, s- cybersecurity. As you, if you're paying attention to the United States government and happening in the world, security, no matter what size business is very very important this is one of the important trends we are talking about an article from business news daily 50 small business trends and predictions for 2016 we did it in this first segment and we're going to carry it through on the last segment of the show next you have coming up is dr ira wolf and he's going to talk about recrugalization. again one of our most listened to spots on the business builder show we'll be right back on the business builder show stay tuned
0: Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Presenting the thought leaders of today. It's the Business Builder Show
1: with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builder Show on the BizTalk Radio Network. My special guest today is Dr. Ira Wolf. Hi, Ira. How are you?
3: Good morning. It's, I'm doing really well.
1: It's great to have you back. My co-host, Kerry Carney, pointed out that you are... Well, he had a bad, weird way of saying it, but... Repeat offender. Yes, he's, <laughs> Ira is back for more, and there's reasons for that, but let's set up this discussion uh, by introducing Ira. Dr. Ira Wolf has an uncanny knack to forecast workforce trends and a compelling perspective an innovative approach to recruiting and hiring, hiring employees. Dr. Ira S. Wolf has become a renowned thought leader, and popular speaker and writer on talent talent management. Tyra is a columnist for Business to Business Magazine, Huffington Post, and that list goes on of who he's been interviewed by, uh, articles, and Ira, congratulations, you're finally hitting the big time. You're on the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf.
3: I have. My <laughs> pinnacle. I, I don't know where I go from here. <laughs> hey, hey, listen,
1: um, it is a pleasure to have you back. And, um, well, you sent something to me that you're – uh, I know he's going to be uh, heard all over the nation, maybe all over the world. Um, I'm not even going to take the chance of saying the title of your article. I'm going to let you take that. What is the title of the article? And let's start talking what, what it is all about.
3: Okay. Well, thanks, Marty. I appreciate that. Um, the title of the article or kind of white paper or ebook was called Recrugalization, okay. um, which is kind of a you know, my, my conjunction of uh, recruiting and Google. As a Googleization, I guess, mm. uh, and you know we're kind of living in a world where it seems that employers and recruiters are still trying to use a typewriter to uh, post on Facebook and Twitter, mm. and the old technologies and the old tools just aren't working anymore. And uh, so I kind of came up with the the term recrugal or recrugalization.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I guess this is coming from your practical experience. Of uh, what you do, and um, hearing from other other people, I, I you know this is I'm sure this is where it came from, but also part of it in in the article I'm looking at it, uh, it says the CEO of the National Association of Home Builders describes the situation, and that is finding talent as an academic. Uh, The Associated General Contractor Survey reports 86% of commercial builders are having trouble filling hourly and salaried positions. 65% of HR officials at small companies are struggling, too. So there's just a need to find talent, right?
3: Oh, absolutely. And I, I'm not sure if uh, you – it was a typo that you misread huh. or that you just said th- another word. let correct me. Actually, the CEO of uh, National Association of Home Builders said it was an epidemic, not an academic. Uh,
1: so, you're, thank yeah,
3: you. Yeah. Thank you for correcting me. Um, so, yeah. So, so with that, no, it's absolutely. Uh, we're in crisis. Um, the, uh, the employers who are busy and despite what you read in the media – Uh, There's many employees that are are many businesses that are doing pretty well. Um, Everybody's in a state of flux, uh, but they're really struggling trying to find enough people. And that goes twofold. One is, you know, the debate is out there. Is it that there's not enough skilled workers? Uh, The other aspect is, are they just using the wrong tools and strategies and medium to find where the people are? And I believe it's, I believe it's both, um, but especially working with the companies that I'm working with, and, and I know you work with a lot of businesses as well, um, they're really, it's a new model out there. It's a new world. It's a new labor market. It's a new marketplace. And yet, in, at least in HR and recruiting, it's the, they're trying to kind of pigeonhole the same old strategies back into a box, and that box doesn't exist anymore.
1: So let's uh, let's go a little deeper on uh, what is the obvious question that we're already starting to address: is why should management and business owners even care about this? Well, well, let's go deeper into that. Let's kind of drive that point home. Why should they care?
3: Well, they need employees. Ah. It doesn't matter if they're downsizing. It doesn't matter if they're automating. It it, it doesn't really matter. But companies. Uh, still need employers, employees. They still need workers. They need to find people. Uh, You know, at the top of the game is that we're in this demographic shift Um, You know, currently, just this year, millennials became 35 percent of the population. So they now make up uh, the largest segment, demographic segment uh, of all the generations in the workforce. Mm. Um, Within five years, uh, they're going to it's going to be well over 50 percent. And in by 2025, it's going to be. Um, the millennials are going to make up seventy-five uh, percent of the workforce, um, and yet we're we are, people are just hanging on to baby boomers. You know, you and I, I believe, or some or uh, some of them, yeah. um, but uh, eventually we're going to fade out of the, the limelight, and uh, that's happening quicker. So, you know, bottom line is is if an employer needs to find employees, then they need to change the way they're doing it.
1: Ira, you uh, mentioned that, uh, I guess, we're classified as baby boomers, but I know in your bio, it says you've been described as a Gen Y trapped in a baby boomer body. I, I share that. I, I like to think I'm the same thing. I,
3: I, I believe that. I, I, well, that's why we're talking. That's why we, you and I connected about a year ago at, yeah. uh, you know, in a meeting and immediately connected, and I, I, that's probably why. It's, it's how we think. It's what our attitude is.
1: How are young people actually searching for jobs? what are they actually doing
3: well it's it's rather interesting um in a lot of the research that or a lot of the surveys that are coming out um it's as high as 90 percent nine out of ten uh candidates are starting a search using a mobile device. Mm. that means they're not they're not getting the Sunday newspaper as mm-hmm. you and I maybe 40 years ago mm-hmm. tried. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not even you sitting at a desktop. they're not going to the library. they're literally pulling out their smartphone um, or a tablet and starting a search just seeing what's available Mm -hmm. and in in addition to that they when they use the smartphone they're probably going to check out up to to eighteen different sources, um, hmm. based on one of the surveys, like I don't remember who did it, but it might have been Glassdoor. Um, but you know, they're gonna yeah. Some may check uh, Career Builder and a Monster. They're they're kind of old hat at this point, but they may use Indeed. But they're they're gonna check with their friends on Facebook. They may check Twitter. Um, they're checking different career sites. They may decide. Hey, there's lots of ads for the holidays. That would, you know, Best Buy. Maybe that's a cool place to work for. Mm. Um, and they go and check out the company websites. Yeah. So, uh,
1: Well, you hold, know. hold that thought, Ira, because we're okay. down to the last minute in this particular segment. So tell me the title of your article again and how people can access that.
3: Okay. Uh, it's called Recrugalization. And they can access that on my website. The website's at successperformance or I can give them a short way to do it. It's uh, they can go to bitlybit.ly B-I-T forward slash recrugalization. And maybe after the break, we can spell that for them.
1: Uh, well, we can spell it now. We got time.
3: Spell it. Okay. It's R E C R O O G L I Z A T I O N.
1: Yes. And you started to go down the road to what's the response, what's the employer's response to the way, or non-response, to the way uh, pretty much younger people, I'll say, are are actually looking for opportunities. So that's where we want to pick up. That makes sense, right? Absolutely. All right. So we have, go ahead, finish your thought.
3: No, it's a a great next step. And and absolutely. I mean, basically, uh, job seekers, millennials are looking on mobile devices and employers just aren't ready for it. They're just not there.
1: We're listening to Dr. Ira Wolf. And we'll be right back on the Business Builder Show on the BizTalk Radio Network. Stay tuned.
0: Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. informing Informing, educating educating, and encouraging the business
1: builder show with marty wolf welcome back to the business builder show on the biz talk radio network i'm your host marty wolf and my special guest is dr ira s wolf and his last name is spelled w-o-l-f-e ira your website to access all your wisdom in this particular article uh how do people access that
3: Uh, They can go to successperformancesolutions.com. I also have a blog at perfectlaborstorm.com. Either place. Excellent.
1: Uh, During the break, uh, my uh, co-host, Kerry Carney, was uh, brought up, I thought, an interesting point, and you had an er interesting answer. So, Kerry Carney, give us a question, man.
2: Yeah. uh, Being in sales for way too many decades, uh, I was always told you have to fish where the fish are at. And thinking of that, I kind of thought, if that's true, in your situation, we have to use new lures. Uh, I wonder what's your comment on that.
3: Well, that's part of the equation. Uh, the other part is, is that everybody had their favorite fishing hole. And. And with today, with the technology, with the internet, with social media, there's lots of fishing holes. The problem is you got to find them. So, it's a combination of, I, I love that analogy, but it's a combination of using different lures, better lures, um, but it's also finding the multiple fishing holes that are available.
1: Hmm. Awesome. Interesting. Well, uh, isn't Google though... Um just another tool that employers can use to help to, to hire workers, isn't isn't that where they go to hire workers these days?
3: Well, Google's probably beyond just search engine, obviously, it's changing the way we live. you know, Google's a brand, it's a product. Um, you know they're making cars and visual mm. reality. Right. Uh, Google is um, you know Google's a way of life. Um, it's disrupted everything we know, yes, uh, how we communicate, how we operate, how we interact. So yeah, Google, if, if you're just thinking Google is a tool, it's going to be very self-limiting. Uh, it's beyond that. I mean, we, we just live in a different world where we're all connected. Information is available 24 um, seven. And, uh, you know, just the technology behind it, uh, uh, again, it's changing everything from the way we, we see, watch, observe, and soon drive.
1: You know, Ira, one of the blessings of getting a little older um, is we can reflect back on just how powerful that is, what you just said, how. The world has changed, and those of us who are paying attention, it's been dramatic. It's been wild, hasn't it?
3: It's, I'm enjoying it. You know, we, we were also talking in the break, you know, that, there, and I, you mentioned earlier, I was described as the millennial trapped or the uh, baby boomer trapped in a, or a Gen Y trapped in a baby boomer body. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's all about attitude. My mother's uh, 92 years old. Wow. Um, you know, she's on the internet. Um, you know, she's, I, I still, she only turns on her mobile phone when she wants to call in or <laughs> she wants to call out. Uh, yeah. Um, but she's on you know she's on the internet daily she she just travels she looks for her trips that way um you know again it's it's all attitude
1: it's a different world so let's let's get into some real practical tips for for our audiences which is primarily business small business owners and entrepreneurs do you have some suggestions on what they can do to attract and to hire more qualified applicants you have some suggestions
3: Yeah, it came up with, uh, again, sometimes it's just easier to do it, came up with an acronym and it's called REACH. So, you know, one is you need to reach, in order to be more effective, going back to our fishing holes, uh, we need to reach more job seekers. And Mm -hmm. one of the ways to do that, we talked right before the break about using a mobile device. Um, While 90% of job seekers are using some type of tablet or smartphone uh, to look for a job, only Less than 10% this year of corporate websites, of company websites are mobile ready, Wow! which means that I'm sitting there, I decide, I don't care what age I am, I don't care, you know, I'm I'm in my 60s. So, if I decided to look for a job, I'd pull out my uh, iPhone, uh, I'd do a search, and the site that I would end up on, I can't read. Because mm-hmm. I have to do that old pinch and squeeze, you know, kind of look around, find out what the job is. The job postings are, are horrible. Um, they're cut and paste from job descriptions. They're boring. Um, all that's got to change. So, one of the things that, in starting with reach is the, the R is you need to reach the audience. You need to find those fishing holes. And you need to be able to communicate on that same plane. Um, the next step is you need to engage, which we sort of stepped into already. Uh, first impressions matter. If I end up on a site that I can't read, if the job description's boring, the job posting um, doesn't interest me, I'm gone. And we already know that especially younger people have an instant gratification. So, if you don't grab them right off the – it's all marketing. If mm-hmm. you don't grab them right away, mm-hmm. they're gone. Mm-hmm. So, you need to extend the reach You need to engage, you need to be a better marketer. We call it the, you know, recruiters need to be mad men of marketing, you know, um, and and then you have to look at the application process the old way of applying filling in the blanks long applications asking a billion questions asking people to to submit a resume and fill out an application it's redundant um thinking of that process um if you ask more than 20 questions the drop-off rate is incredible what we call candidate abandonment candidates mm, wow. if, if you are attracting the right people and they start the application but you lose them because your process is bad mm. that's just bad business yeah and we we need to look at that. Wow. Um, you need to converse afterwards. One of the biggest complaints I have: anybody that that I talk to, uh, of uh, you know, when we're when we're talking about what's going on in the workplace, and say, "Oh, isn't it horrible that businesses just don't communicate after I applied?" And someone say, "I applied to ten or fifteen employers, and I didn't never heard from anyone." Amazing. Um, well, I call it ghosting. I wrote an article about ghosting. ghosting. Interesting. You can't be invisible. Yeah. I mean, if if somebody takes the time to submit an application, you got to stop and at least thank him for the application and tell him what the next step is. Mm. That's all. It's very simple. It could be automated, but you got to do it. Um, And that's the C. Um, And then uh, H is, is hiring doesn't stop when you extend the job offer. One out of five people after they accept a job, then turn it down for You know, buyer's remorse or whatever reason. Um, So, and and the hiring's got to onboard, especially with the millennials. You've got to bring the people in. You got to introduce them to the culture. You make sure that they're comfortable. So, you know, kind of the five steps that Mm. we use as a guideline um, is reach. It's you got to reach. You got to engage. You got to apply. You got to start a conversation. And hiring doesn't stop the job offer. It continues on after.
1: Ira, you mentioned the word marketing. Um, halfway through that uh, great information that you shared, um, uh, as far as I know, the combination of uh, or let's say the alignment of marketing and HR—do um, have they in the past worked together well, and do they need to change the way they work together?
3: Yeah, they worked th- together like oil and water, <laughs> uh, you know, work which we we know doesn't. Yeah. Um, you know, I, my analogy in, in in the article was that they got to blend together like sugar and spice. Um, they've got to work together. Recruiters are marketers. In fact, I just read an, an article yesterday, and I'll probably rewrite something about it. Um, one of the competencies for recruiters are hire salespeople. Kerry, there you go. We got a there job. There you go. That. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, literally, you 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 need competent salespeople, and that that also is an oxymoron in HR. I mean, HR and sales. And, and marketing didn't get along very well, yes. um, you know, HR and recruiting, they, they need to pick up marketing skills and and digital marketing skills. Yes. When you post a job description, it's got to be SEO search engine optimized. Yeah. You wow. got to use keywords. You've got to, is job seekers are typing in words to find the job. And those words aren't always being used by the companies. Vice versa is, you know, it, job seekers, candidates. They hire people to ghostwrite the resume. Mm. And what do you think they're doing is they're putting in keywords. Sure. The keywords that the recruiters are looking Argonauts. for. That doesn't mean they're qualified. Just because they have the right keywords doesn't mean they have the skill sets. So there's a whole game out there. Um, you know, to, that's, that's where Google fits in. Yeah. You know, we learn to master that game of keywords.
1: Yeah. And um, again, uh, how do people reach you, get this article, learn more about what you're doing? Tell us that again. <laughs>
3: Well, certainly my website is a great place, uh, www.successperformancesolutions.com. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Um, You know, sometimes I tell people just type my name in Ira Wolf with an E, W O L F E, uh, into Google, and I will show up in lots of places. But uh, you do uh, again active on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and certainly the website.
1: We've got uh, a minute left, and uh, here's where I want to spend that last minute because let's assume everything works, and the company is just flooded with applications. Applications. You talk about some solutions. that, right?
3: Yeah. Well, that's, that's the counter side of this. When I tell someone that they have to go to 18 different sources, imagine that you have to have 18 fishing holes. And somebody says, how am I going to manage all that? Yeah. Um, You're going to have, you're going to find more talent, but you're also going to have more unqualified people apply because it's just easy these days to do that. Um, There's got to be technology. Uh, We highly recommend a uh, one of the technologies that's been around, but becoming much more popular is an applicant tracking system or an applicant processing software. Um, it allows people, it allows companies to extend the reach to go to those 18 fishing holes, um, but it also allows them to filter through, to automate the that process, to easily eliminate the high risk people or the unqualified people so that they can immediately go to, uh, um, to kind of reach out out to the people who might qualify.
1: With that, Uh, Ira, we need to uh, cut it off. So Ira Wolf has been my guest. So search him, Google him, Dr. Ira Wolf, W-O-L-F-E. Thanks for being on the Business Builder Show, Ira. Okay,
3: thanks to both of you. Appreciate it very much.
0: Presenting the Thought Leaders of Today. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Presenting the Thought Leaders of Today. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf.
1: Welcome back to the Business Builder Show. I'm your host, Marty Wolf. Kerry Carney is with me in the studio. Mr. D.C. Taylor is in the studio with me also. We are having a lot of fun, and we're learning a ton from Dr. Ira Wolf. What a great article. What great information. Recrugalization, right, Kerry? Yes, yes. Now, like we did in the first segment, we're building around trends. Ira was talking about trends and what's happening and hiring and HR and all that kind of stuff. We've identified an article, and we're...
2: Talked about in the first segment, we're going to talk about more trends here. Give me the article again. Yeah, it's from Business News Daily, and this was uh, published on December 10th, 2015, and it's 50 Small Business Trends and Predictions for 2016. And Marty, what I liked about this, that each of the 50 suggestions, uh, they gave the name of the person in their title, uh, such as uh, the one we're going to talk about, Mobile Beacons. That's from a girl named Christine Rochelle, Director of Digital Marketing and Operations for Lotus 823. And that's a hyperlink. Right. So if we mention something that really piques your interest, go to this article. You can find uh, right. click-through links to learn more about what were uh, the seeds we're dropping it. today. Okay. Well, let's continue with some of
1: these trends that are very important that you think about as a small business because these things will directly or indirectly affect your business. So let's talk about something that's called mobile beacons mobile beacons will roll out in ernst what the heck is a mobile
2: beacon (laughs) well i took it as like a beacon a lighthouse they will shine a light yeah so you know how close or where you're at this this is why this is
1: really important now let's make sure we drive home this point it says it right here for small businesses who have brick and mortar locations location marketing is going to be a game changer right so, you can put out, and I guess this is a Facebook kind of thing, right? Is that it? Uh,
2: well, Facebook is rolling it out, but right. the Bluetooth. So, I'm driving down Madison Avenue, picking up my daughter, and I have this technology in it. I'll get a little beep or a beacon that says, Chicken Parmesan. Right. Five dollars and ninety seven cents at right. one two three Hearst Street. Uh, right. Woo. I have a clothing store. I run I run this Bricks and Mortar retail store.
1: I can put out uh hey, shirts on sale today, suits uh four ninety nine. Who the heck pays $499 for a suit, D.C.? <laughs> $499. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, no, really? Johnny Armani. Do people really pay $499 for a suit?
1: I've heard of it. Uh, you've heard of it, right? Yeah. Okay. So this whole idea of mobile beacons, fascinating. Now, I'm not sure if I saw this in here or I saw this someplace else, Carrie, but think about this. This is what this is. It's brick and mortar businesses using technology to beat Technology. Yeah, I I could see it. Now, think about that. So you've gotten you're you're getting your brains kicked in from technology because you own a shop. You have
2: a bricks and mortar. Well, now, okay, you can start to compete now. Yeah, because if you think about it, I go to Yelp or whatever. I want to find a chicken Parmesan. I go and use technology, find the list of all the chicken Parmesan places. Now, this, if I've signed up for correctly using Beacon, I get a shout out. Absolutely. Hey, we got chicken parmesan. I didn't even have to look for it.
1: I'm hungry and I want a new suit. Just listen to this whole conversation. Okay, here's another trend. No suits for you. No, no suits for me. Okay. Mobile-friendly websites and SEO will be even more crucial marketing tools. In 2016, small businesses will have to de- to dedicate more time and resources to build mobile into their marketing and branding. Google has some new mobile optimization guidelines. You have to understand what's happening in search engine optimization. Things are changing. If you have a, if you did a mobile-friendly uh, application, uh, meaning everything can be seen and accessed on a mobile phone, on a smartphone, and you did that in 2015, it's probably already outdated.
2: Mm-hmm. You've got to go to Google. You've got to understand how all of this gets ranked. So, but, but I say this, bravo to you if you recognize the importance of mobile. Yes. So many have not embraced it. Yes. Here's another trend. Millennials. Say it, Carrie. Millennials. Millennials.
1: You know, DC, you know? Oh well. Don't bleep that out. I I make mistakes. It's okay. It's all right. We'll they leave it drive ahead. that group drives a mobile mentality for small businesses in two thousand sixteen. The increasing influence of that generation, a group that prefers quick. Immediate interactions, being mobile devices, is expected to significantly impact the way small businesses approach customer engagement. If you can't respond quickly through technology or otherwise, somebody else will. And they'll blow right by you. It's that simple. If you can't do that- somebody else will, especially if brick and mortar business. You gotta be that. You gotta be what we'll call it um, mobile friendly. Now down in this a little further carry, you see the one where it says don't just be mobile friendly. Yes. Embrace accelerated mobile. Now here's something this is a little different. So yes, we know we have to be mobile friendly, but embrace accelerated accelerated mobile. The key word is accelerated. There's now the new trend for 2016 on mobile devices, having your even faster load times on your pages. So, you know, so something comes up, you want it to load real quick. Yes, yes. Right? Everything. I hate to say it, guys and gals. uh, Speed is important. Yes. Yes. Uh, mobile. Uh, access and understanding. things.
2: Think of how long, how far we've come in such a short time to the old dial-up networks. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Carrie. You know we're running out of
1: time already. Uh, take a quick look here and see if there's anything you want to really drive home in the, in the last minute or so. Um, rise of emotional anal- analytics. There's, there's, they're they're going to be talking about ways how we can how you can gauge your emotions. Now through some kind of way. So, you know, how you're engaging with your phone and what you're doing, what you're saying, how you're clicking through cloud computing. We talked about that. It's going to boom. You got to understand what's going on. Cybersecurity carry um, no Key. matter what size business you got to have. And, and that needs you need outside help for that. You're not going to understand that on your own, you know, for the for the uh. how about Bitcoin? The ease of access through the latest technology and, and the way people pay critically important understanding bitcoin square
2: apple and google payment options gotta understand small apple. business those things could be your lifeblood understanding Ab- how to utilize those te- technologies so
1: once again the article is
2: from business news daily 50
1: small business trends and predictions for 2016 you got to take a look at this and learn from it we need to wrap up another business builder show the de- the show that is dedicated to entrepreneurs, small business owners, and professionals who seek excellence. Did you text me during the show? If not, you still have time. Or anytime, text me at 570-815-1626. That's 570-815-1626. For Marty Wolf, Carrie Carney, and D.C. Taylor, thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show. You have an awesome week.
0: Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf.